Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today, and I will be on with Hagman tonight. It's going to be a great show, as always. Got a lot of stuff lined up to talk about. And one thing that I am very excited about is I've continually been watching everybody vote on product of the week, and it looks like the N-acetylcysteine is leading by like a landslide right now, which is great because it's a fantastic product. We've talked about it in detail, what it does for the body and how it helps out with glutathione synthesis and detoxifying the body and also keeping the respiratory function as good as you can possibly make it. So it's a very good stack to add in with the healthy immune kit if you want to add it to your regiment right now with everything that's going on around the country. So again, be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com. And one of the first articles I watched, I watched some video on it, and I was actually quite pleased to see not just, you know, like we did in Polk County School Board, but all across the country now, parents are absolutely having enough with what's happening in the school systems. And there's been school boards all over the place now that are coming back and saying, okay, we're going to mandate these little children have to wear a mask all day long. Now, if you guys have heard the show when Dad and I did it, we brought up all these research studies about showing not only did masks not work, in many cases they're actually more harmful than good if they're not handled appropriately, which obviously a five-year-old that's walking around with a mask on for eight hours during the school day is not being helpful when it comes to wearing a mask. It's actually quite detrimental. I told you about the families that went and had the mask tested and they, they they tested for everything, including staff, E. coli. I mean, the list went down the line. And not one single thing on the mask was a virus. And so I saw the video in Tennessee, which was quite actually exciting. It was in Williams County School Board. And, of course, you know, the school board's up there with their liberal communists on the board, which I'm assuming that's what they were by their actions. None of them are wearing a mask, and the whole place is packed out. Families on families and friends of families and parents there coming to say to the Williams County School Board that absolutely we are not going to comply with this as they decided to vote more. And what's interesting, after it was over, the crowd descended outside, and as the school board members tried to leave, they basically got told again by no uncertain terms, we're not going to comply with you at all. There will be no more masks. One of the guys even said, there's a bad place in hell for people like you, and everybody's taking notes. We know who you are. Now, I'm not going to get into the ramifications of making any types of veiled threats towards people, but what I am saying is I am glad to see that parents are starting to get unbelievably irritated and actually doing something and standing up for these young kids. Because as I've told you before, this is all about compliance 100%. Zero compliance means this stuff stops immediately. And that's what everybody has to understand. There is no requirement. There is no law. There is no aspect where you come in and say, well, we're saying that this is, this is something you have to do because we're telling you to do it. Mandatory is not a law. Required is not a law. Mandate is not a law. Requested is not a law. Ordered is not a law. Ordinance is not a law. Decree is not a law. These are not ratified laws by Congress. All this stupid stuff that they put up on these windows and doors is mandated. It's required. 
You you have to wear one. Why? I told you guys about that repeatedly. I'm still irritated with Southeastern, my school that I graduated from twice, where they're going in and making, they're allegedly telling the kids in college you have to wear a mask in class. Professors don't have to wear a mask, by the way, but the kids have to wear a mask in class, and then the rest around campus you don't have to wear a mask. You can do anything you want, but when you're in class, you have to wear a mask and this is what they've done to the general younger population is they have trained them and beat them in a submission to where they follow orders without question and it's funny because you know if this would have occurred back when i was in college i told you guys that i i i had you know issues when i was in college with complying with certain things i was not a big fan of being told what to do especially when it came to things that nobody could explain to me why they needed to be done for example Back when I went there in the first early phases of it, because it was a upper end Christian university, they always required that students basically have proper attire when they go to class. And one of the rules was you couldn't wear shorts to class. It was like this kind of like gray area requirement that was in the book from years before that nobody bothered to change. So they expected you to dress appropriately, which most of the time you're coming to class, you're looking good, you're wearing jeans, okay, whatever. Well, once you live on campus for a year and you're in 98-degree weather in August when classes go back, I was not going to wear jeans to class when I had to walk all the way across campus. And so I would wear shorts everywhere. And numerous other kids did the same thing. And most of the time it was overlooked. Nobody really cared. I remember one day I'm in class and – you know, I'm, I'm like a senior at this point. You know, I'm, I'm graduating. I am no longer care about anybody's opinion of myself. I'm ready to graduate. And I remember I'm walking out of class, and this RA walks up to me, and she goes, um, I need your student ID number. I said, what are you talking about? Well, you're wearing shorts in class. I have to write you up. I said, dude, go kick rocks. Don't even speak to me again. I, just, I walked off. And later found out that she went and actually went to the dean, and they had a meeting about me basically and found out who I was. They knew me, and they ended up sending me a fine in the mailbox for $50 for refusing to comply with an RA, and I obviously threw it away. I said, I'm not paying this. I said, you guys are complete and total lunatics. Don't tell me what I can and can't wear to class. If I'm wearing something grossly inappropriate or you know something that's offensive, that's one thing. I'm wearing shorts. It's 98 degrees. Leave me alone. The same concept has now been applied on a larger scale with these school boards. These melancholy communist leftists are so excited, and they love the idea of being able to dominate other people and dictate to them what they can and can't do. They will not – understand me, my friends. I'm telling you right now because I've dealt with these people firsthand. They will not stop the madness until you stop complying. I can't be any more clear on that. They will not stop until you stop complying. Remember how, oh, if you get the shot, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Fantastic. Everything's good. Mask her back again. It's not going to stop. The masks are going to be a reoccurring thing all the way into 2022, 2023. I promise you, 100% you can mark my word on it. If they don't stop complying, then they will be over with. Just say no. People go, well, Austin, you don't understand how difficult it is. Oh, I do understand how difficult it is. I've, I've been in numerous cities where it's a complete 100% mandate to wear a mask at all times. And I have gotten into dozens of altercations, almost physical fistfights over masks repeatedly. So his dad. It's not fun. It's absolutely obnoxious. But you know what's more obnoxious? Having this 
complete and total lunacy of an idea float around that you have to wear a diaper on your face to prevent you. Now Philadelphia, you guys saw this now, the Philadelphia mayor and health commissioner has now put out a video yesterday that all unvaccinated city workers or any employees for the city now have to wear two masks while they're inside. She goes on to say, two masks is cumbersome, but luckily there's something else you could do if you don't want to wear the mask. You could get vaccinated. And she goes to show a video on how you can wear your two masks. They also go on to say in Philadelphia now, businesses seeking to avoid the mask mandate should have clear signage at their entrances indicating they will be verifying a customer's vaccination status. Those found out of compliance will be warned and given time to correct. What? Are you kidding me? You'll be warned and given time to correct? Are you a dog with a Pavlovian dog now? You could be forced to pay a $350 fine for reinspection. How about no? How about no double mask, no shots? Now you basically have seen H.R. Bill 4980. I don't know if you guys have seen that now, which is now state has been introduced by the hardcore communists that we have in Washington. It states, and I quote, to direct the Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to any airport inside the United States or territory of the United States is fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and for other purposes. They're getting ready to do COVID injection mandates for anybody flying. They're not going to allow you to board an airplane if you don't have your shot. That's coming next. And this is 100% our fault as a country. 100%. There's nobody else. to. We can blame it on the communists. We can blame it on the Chinese. We can blame it on Washington. We can blame it on Trump. We can blame it on Biden. The whole thing comes down to it. It's our fault. Now, I've been very vocal about this, so I've tried to do it, but as a populist, it is 100% United States' fault in this because people complied when they absolutely said no. They should have said no. And you see the Philadelphia school board system I just told you about. You see what's going on all around the country. It is that time now for complete and total civil disobedience with these mandate requirements, orders, wh whatever you want to put a name on it, put it this way. Congress has not rat ratified it as a law. It is not in place as a law. They can basically go kick rocks. I don't care what the CDC says. They're completely and totally inept. You guys – I told you guys the other day. They intentionally, intentionally manipulated the numbers of what's going on down here in Florida, intentionally manipulated them, and then got busted and got busted and then had to come out and issue a retraction now. And now we've seen this repeatedly now with the CDC, with them coming out with fake numbers. The other day, I saw the Texas Tribune came out with one. They basically said that 5,800 children were hospitalized in the hospitals right now with COVID. Well, the article posted Thursday, the Texas Tribune argued that the pediatric hospitals are completely and totally overwhelmed with 5,800 children. Well, they had to issue a retraction and a correction because actually there's only been 780 children over the course of a month and a half that have even been in the hospital. Period. But wait a minute. The Texas Tribune said it was 5,800 children in one week. It's lies, guys. The whole thing are lies. Now, I'm not saying that there's not stuff floating around. I know numerous people that got COVID right now allegedly have COVID or they're being told they have COVID. I've had it. A lot of people I know have it. Almost everybody I know that actually listens and takes care of their immune system bounces right back from it. Now, I know a lot of people that are hard-headed, and they want to go out and order Taco Bell and McDonald's while they have COVID and refuse to take vitamins, and some of them ended up pretty bad. But again, 
that's why we bring you the knowledge and the information that we do every single day on the show. And I encourage everybody, ask questions about what's going on and do not believe the mainstream narrative because they have gotten busted lines so many times. You literally can't believe anything that comes out of their mouth, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, it's been a really interesting morning for me here at the house. I've, I've got, I, I basically got on a big preaching tear this morning before Sharon and I prayed, you know, with Savannah and some other things that have happened. And I'm going to kind of cover that with you guys right now. And, and then Terry sent me a link that basically said that the Leon County School Board, which is in Tallahassee, Florida, the capital of Florida, uh, basically had a big meeting there with their school board. They posted it on YouTube, and YouTube has taken it down, just like they did my video and your video with the school board. But they even took the entire school board's video down because they said they were giving out bad information on COVID because people are waking up. And we need to understand that this thing that they've released now, this this, this bioweapon, this whatever it is, through the vaccines or through some type of aerosol dispersant, and you haven't heard me say that yet, but something's going on. This is a very serious, serious, serious problem we've got right now. I've got numerous friends that have been hospitalized, and one of them basically came down with a condition they believe was it's called atelectosis, which is spelled A-T-E-L-E-C-T-A-C-I-S, and that basically means your lungs can't fill with air and you can't breathe properly and it can lead to pneumonia when you're being put into the hospital. I've got another friend of mine. He just contacted me. In fact, he really, he's a friend, but he's, he's kind of an acquaintance. I, you guys know what I mean by that? I, I, about 30 years ago, 35 years ago, he was a good friend. But for various reasons, they basically neglected the relationship with me and Sharon, him and his wife. And sometimes we won't hear from them for eight to ten years. Whenever we have a function at the house, they invariably never came. They, they've come to one function in 35 years. And so what ends up happening is you kind of don't have a relationship with them as a friend. They become an acquaintance. Let me ask you a question. How many friends do you really have? Hmm? Let me ask you that. If you end up going to Mexico and you get locked up in a Mexican jail, who are you going to call? Yep, let me ask you that question. Who are you going to call if you're locked up in a Mexican jail and you get one phone call? And you know that if this person doesn't help you, that you're going to be stuck in a Mexican jail. Hmm? How many of those people do you know that you would call? And I've, I can honestly say that I've got a bunch of people that I know that are friends. And if I knew each of you personally, I'd be your friend for that too, that I would go get out of the Mexican jail. But the reality is most people won't do that. Most people aren't going to engage that type of friendship. So it was very frustrating to me last night. I had this friend, this acquaintance that I've known for over 30 years. He just got out of the hospital. Now, I didn't know he was in the hospital. I did not know he was in the hospital, right? He lost 30 pounds, almost died, ended up with this pneumonia, and basically is on oxygen. Finally, after six days in the hospital, a loss of 30 pounds. Now, I don't know if he lost. He probably lost 30 pounds over the last 30 days because he came down with this. He calls me up or texts me last night. says, I'm very weak. I just got out of the hospital. And I almost died. And I have a, I'm, I'm just really, really weak right now. You know, and I said to him, I said immediately, I texted him back and I said, remember, he's never contacted me. He's got my cell phone number, he's got my home number, he's got everything. He never contacted me because, again, he's an acquaintance. And years and years ago, for various reasons, they stopped using our high quality Health Master supplements and they started buying other stuff that's really, really cheap. He's one of those guys who is unbelievably cheap. You, know, you could say thrifty if you'd like. But you know, he drives 20-year-old cars, and they've got a lot of money. He's like a multi-millionaire. 
but he's just tight. Why he's a tight wads, what he is. And he's never supported health masters. He's never supported us for 20 years. He really hasn't supported our friendship, which is kind of indicative of his relationship with us. So he calls me up last night, texts me up last night. He says, I'm basically sick, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, so I'm telling him everything. And uh, so I'm sending him links to N-acetylcysteine. I'm sending him links to nitric oxide. I'm telling him exactly what to do to make him sure that he recovers from what he has, doing everything I possibly can from a health standpoint. Now, if he had contacted me 30 days ago, I would have said this to him. If you really want to increase the strength of your immune system, if you get exposed to these types of conditions that you start feeling really bad or start having shortness of breath or you start feeling you're coming down with something, massively increase your vitamin D3, K2. Take at least 100,000 IUs a day for one week. Take 36 milligrams of potassium iodide a day. Increase your vitamin C to bowel tolerance. In other words, when you start getting diarrhea from the vitamin C, back off of it. If you're in an area that you can get intravenous vitamin C, get at least 50,000 milligrams perhaps twice in one week to really help kill the viral load in your body. Here's the problem that people aren't listening to me on, and this is very frustrating to me. He never asked me about this, so I could never tell him about this. When you have a virus in your body, it has two phases. It has a lytic and lysogenizing phase. The lytic phase is when it injects its context into the cell. Oh, imagine that. We have an RNA system now that goes into your cell wall through lipid proteins and tells your body to manufacture spike proteins. Oh, my gosh. Did I say that? Oh, yeah. That's from the vaccine. Now, what's interesting about this is if you have a viral load being replicated in your body, it goes exponentially. It's 10 times 10 times 10 times 10 times 10. It's unbelievable what it does. It overwhelms your system. If you're taking your 200 milligrams or 300 milligrams or 50 milligrams of vitamin C every day, it ain't going to do squat. I'm just going to tell you that. It ain't doing squat. And it's not going to help because the body can't handle the being overloaded like that. Minimal amounts of supplements aren't going to do anything if you get under a viral load. You've got to massively increase your supplement intake because you're having a massive increase in viral load. So then my friend, I basically tell him all this stuff, and I say, I'm glad you're alive, you know, my acquaintance of 30 years. And finally he says to me, I can't believe that you haven't asked what you could do for me and my wife. Now, wait a minute. I'm going to repeat that. He goes, I can't believe that you have not asked what you can do for me and my wife. Now, remember, this is somebody that I'll go for 10 years and not even see, five years, not even see. And now he's telling me and putting me on a guilt trip that I haven't offered to come help him. And I said, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. I said, I've tried for 15 years to get you on high quality supplements. You didn't contact me six weeks ago when you got sick. I didn't hear from you. I said, I very rarely hear from you ever. I probably heard from you five or six times in 25 years. And I said, I don't hear from you. We don't have that type of relationship. But now you're going to put me on a guilt trip because I'm not telling you or asking you what I can do for you. I said, when I've already told you to take N-acetylcysteine, when I've already told you to take nitric oxide. So that was the end of that conversation. But here's the point that I'm saying with all of this stuff, because I'm kind of a little little bit of of a preaching mode here. Whatever they have released this time to us via shedding, via aspiration, via aerosol release, whatever they're doing to us, it's killing people. It's putting people in the hospital and they're dying. This is much, much worse than what was released a year and a half ago. I'm telling you guys that right now. You know, I have so many acquaintances right now who basically have gotten unbelievably sick. Look at Pat, who Jesus came personally 
came to her room, listened to the show on Monday, and picked her up and healed her, listened to her testimonial. She was in the hospital and she was dying. You know, and we need to understand something. This isn't a game anymore. This is the law of life, and it's the law of reciprocity. Now, I'm going to preach for one second. You got to take some notes on this. It's so important. The entire planet runs on the law of sowing and reaping. Austin mentioned this earlier, and this is. And I'm going to say it this way: the United States was birthed as a republic. It was birthed as a republic. You have to maintain the republic. You've got to sow and reap, and you've got to be a good person who's a patriot who goes by the Constitution of the United States. We can't allow this group of Kabbalist Luciferians who have come into the United States, the ancient Canaanite religions, who have usurped the authority of the United States to take over our country, which they have. Why have they, we allowed them to do that? Because we stopped being patriots. We stopped standing for what the Constitution said, and we allowed them to get an inroad into our country. I mentioned this the other day on a show. By the third generation in Israel, after they had left and gone through into the Promised Land, they were worshiping Baal and Moloch and Asherah and sacrificing their children to these gods. By the third generation, including Solomon, who was supposed to be so smart. And remember this, it's so important that you understand this. It's not just the Israelis or the Israelites who did this. It's the fact that we've allowed the same group of people that did this to ancient Israel, these ancient Canaanite religion weirdos, to come in through this Kabbalah and infiltrate our very structures into the United States, into which now we have all these dual citizens that are basically Kabbalists in most cases, who are coming in and forcing this type of filth on the United States of America. This is like your body. God's very clear about this. Don't you know that ye yourselves are God's temple? If you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. It says that in the Bible. And we need to understand that our bodies are built on reciprocity. You want a healthy body? You've got to give your body healthy nutrients. You want a healthy body? You can't be living on Starbucks 2,000 calorie lattes and double cheeseburgers every day with the full size, for, for the full, you know, with a big extra large pizza every day. You can't be eating stuff like that that destroys your body. God warns you not to do that, and we have to understand that everything is reciprocal. You give your body what it needs. It gives you a lifetime of basically health. You don't give it what it needs. It starts to break down very, very, very quickly. We have to understand that everything is the law of sowing and reaping. you got to look at it this way. Look at the soil. What have we done to our topsoil? We've started putting all these chemicals. We've started putting Roundup into it. We started putting all kinds of pesticides into it. We started poisoning the soil and destroying the topsoil. So now it's producing crops and plants that may sustain life, but they won't sustain health. We have to take supplements. Everything of God in the universe is reciprocity. Everything. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, I will save you. If then. If you do that, then I will save you. And we need to understand this. Everything is the same principle. God said, I died for you through Jesus. Will you please have a relationship with me? Will you please let me help you? And you've got to say yes. You've got to say yes. And if we don't say yes, what ends up happening? We end up basically falling into the same trap that the ancient Israel people did. We've allowed these people who have come into Israel, into the ancient Canaanite religions, 
to come in and destroy ancient Israel. They've destroyed the current Israel, and now they've destroyed the United States of America. Can we take it back? You know, I don't know. I hope and I pray we can. I hope we can delay the judgment. But I've told you guys, we've killed over 60 million children. Now, the University of California, San Francisco out there is having live abortions in the second trimester and basically taking live children and dissecting them and using them for medical research that are still alive. If that's not Baal and Moloch and Asherah worship, I don't know what is. I really don't. A lot of these guys actually say prayers and rituals before they do all of this stuff as if they're doing some type of satanic sacrifice. That's how perverted our society has become, and we've allowed it to do it. And on top of everything else, because these are state universities, they're being subsidized by our tax dollars. On top of everything else, we're doing this and we're subsidizing it. So we've got to ask ourselves a question. I asked you guys this year, a year ago. If God judged ancient Israel and scattered them into the wind for what they were doing with the Baal and the Asherah and the Moloch worship and the killing of their children, the sacrificing of their infants, will he give us a pass? And if he does give us a pass... Does ancient Israel have a bone to pick with God when we all get to heaven and say, what the heck happened here? You know, we did this, you did this to us, but the Americans, the United States did this, and you allowed it to go on, and you never judged them. But I think we're under judgment, aren't we? It's like Chuck Baldwin said. Are we doing better now in the last 70, 80 years than we were 70, 80 years ago? Since we've implemented the Frankfurt School ideology from all these communists coming into our university systems out of Russia and basically infiltrating our schools and destroying the very values of the nuclear family, saying that that was the only way to take down the great republic of the United States. Remember, when they took down Russia, they couldn't get a foothold there because the people still had faith in Jesus. Because Jesus was through the Orthodox Church, and they could not extinguish that flame, that flame of Jesus. They couldn't do it. So it failed. The USSR fell apart. They've been able to do it in China because they did not have Jesus. So what do they want to do here in the United States now? Listen to me, friends. Are you listening? They want all of you dead. They want all the white people dead. They want all the black Christians dead. They want all the white Christians dead. They want all the Protestants dead who worship Jesus. They want all the Catholics dead who actually have a relationship with Christ and who don't feel as though that they have to do everything through Rome. They want everybody dead who worships and loves Jesus because they knew they messed up in Russia, so they don't want to do that here. That's why they've taken their filthy, filthy Kabbalist teachings and taken them to every corner of our university, every corner of our state houses, our legislation houses, our local houses of basically worship and of our governments and have infiltrated everything because they want to completely destroy the United States. And they want to do it by destroying the white people who are basically holding it all together because of the baby boomers. I've told you this repeatedly. They've got to kill all the pesky white people. Don't you remember when Oprah Winfrey said that years ago when she came under such great criticism that they're never going to get rid of racism in the United States until all of the old white people are dead? Don't you remember her saying that? Weirdo that she is. She went to Carrie Underwood's house for an interview and made Carrie Underwood cover up all the signs that said Jesus. Look it up. Oh, yeah. You know what I'd have told her? Because I was asked to be on Oprah. They wanted me on Oprah because they had heard me at a big seminar up in Chicago, and they wanted me on the Oprah Winfrey show back in the 90s. And I told them to pound salt. I told them I am not interested. No. How about no? How about, well, H-E double sticks? No. How about I'm not going to do that? How about I don't want to be with her? I don't believe in her politics. I don't care how famous she is. I just said no. 
she had to come to my house to interview me. And she tells me to cover up my signs that say Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, the Counselor, the Great I Am. I'd have said, how about no? How about you guys leave? How about you pound salt, hit the road, no show for me today, get out. That's what I would have said. And I think you guys know me well enough to know that I'm not using hyperbole right now, that I'm telling you guys the truth. I don't put up with it. Guys, it's the same thing with everything that we talk about on this show. It's all about reciprocity. And I love you guys. I had the best prayer this morning. Man, I was fired up this morning on my prayer time. I mean, I just had a little preaching session here of me and God and Sharon this morning. And I brought you guys up in prayer. And I prayed that God would bless you and keep you and deliver you and help you and support you. I mean, I prayed and prayed and prayed for you folks this morning. And what do you guys do for me in return? You support Health Masters. You pray for me. You send this show to all of your people on your database to all of the people on your Facebook account, to all of the people on your Instagram account, and to all of the people on your email list. Many of you do that on an ongoing basis. And some of you get some blowback from it. Because they say, well, that Ted Brower, he's a, he's, he's a Jesus freak. Uh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to deny that? I'm not going to deny that. I had a girl ask me that in college one time after I got saved. She goes, I hear you turned into a Jesus freak. She was a technical assistant, teacher's assistant in Tallahassee for a big professor up there in the psychology department. She says, is that true? Say it ain't so. And I said, it's so, it's so, it's so. I've committed my heart and my soul to Christ. They say, well, you can't say that as an alpha male because that's not macho. That's the most macho thing you could say. Say that you serve the most high God. I had a friend of Austin's the other day ask me because he was asking me about questions about, you know, what my relationship with was with God. And I said, my heart beats for the great I am. I, I exist for one reason, to serve God Almighty. They kind of looked at me kind of like, whoa. But I tell you what, they didn't think it was funny and they didn't laugh. They were like, this guy knows who he serves. Guys, we all need to know who we serve. And I want to thank you, all of you, for supporting Health Masters, for supporting this show. I'll be on with Jeff Friends tonight. Austin will be on with Hagman tonight. I mean, we do everything we can to get this information out to you as quickly as we possibly can, as often as we possibly can. You have no idea how much time it takes to prepare these shows. It's incredible how many stories we have to read every day to keep the shows fresh. It really is. Here's another article. Luciferian elites. This is from Leo Homan. Luciferian elites will continue to steal the elections. I'm going to change that a little bit. The Kabbalist ancient Canaanite religion elite. I'm going to change it one time. One more time. The Kabbalist ancient Canaanite religion lowlife weirdos will continue to steal the elections and terrorize humanity until they meet overwhelming resistance. Whoa. Austin just said that, didn't he? They sense now is the time to make their final move toward a lockdown technocratic surveillance state. And I'm going to add to this, in which they're going to connect you into a hive mind through a D-wave commuter to facilitate making Lucifer omnipresent on this planet. Here's what he said. Can you say, screw your freedom, says former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get your shot. Right. Digital health paths are no longer the stuff of conspiracy. They are here with New York City, Los Angeles, and several other major cities handing themselves over the American testing grounds for global technocrats. If businesses actually comply with the demand that people will be separated like cattle and treated differently based on their willingness to accept a kill shot, then God help us. These digital passports will quickly spread to other cities and towns across America, and everybody will be required to... Show me your papira, papira bitta. Show me your digital papers. 
Therefore, you're allowed to enter a place of business to buy or sell. It's already happening across Europe, which is always a little ahead of the curve to eliminate freedom. This author goes on to say, I've explained in previous articles the significance of the digital passports, who is promoting them, and what type of society the power is behind this technology wish to create. It's the ancient Canaanite religions. They, we call them Satanists. They don't call themselves Satanists. They call themselves Kabbalists. They worship Baphomet, another form of this snake, this hermaphroditic Baphomet. They worship Einsof, the snake in a tree. Heck, they openly worship Baal. They put up the arches of Baal again over all over Europe. It had a big tour. They are pushing their old world agenda over and over and over again. So we ask, have to ask ourselves a question. Will I stand for God or will I fall for tyranny? What's your answer? What will you do? What will your family do? But in the meantime, I want you to summon, say this again. It's important. Avoid large groups of people in large gatherings. I'm telling you that, especially from people that have been vaccinated. My buddy who basically my, how should I say, my, you know, acquaintance from 30 years ago, he had gone to the Watson Clinic a month ago and sat there. And he goes, the people weren't wearing masks properly. They weren't properly socially distancing. How about you don't go there to start with? Yeah. How about you should have maintained your relationship with me and I would have helped you and you could have called me up for whatever reason you were going to the quote unquote local clinic. Really important, guys. Right now, we've got to maintain relationships and support each other. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I told you I was going to preach a little bit this morning. I got a little bit of a meddling here this morning, but I hope you got I hope you guys will receive it. Also, what do you think? And what's your next story? <laughs> it's one of those shows today. So I was on the same page as you earlier and i keep seeing this and you know i've I've gotten multiple emails about this and so i'm going to kind of respond to it the same way same thing you said on there i've had numerous people emailing me and they're basically like what do you think we should do you know we know multiple people that have gotten sick we don't know what to do with this and they're they're freaking out well my my first response to the emails that i've gotten is this stop living in fear you can read it on people's emails when they're typing and they're just scared of what's going on. And I'm not, and I'm not criticizing anybody and saying, you know, yes, this is, you're this and you're that. I'm saying this. The main primary reason why people are so terrified right now is because they've been told to be terrified right now. Now, That's think right. about that for a second. If there was nothing on the news about COVID or Delta or whatever, and there's no topics going on in the news, and we were all living our lives peacefully with the peace of God Almighty, with freedom in a constitutional republic. If you knew a bunch of people that got sick, which I know numerous years in the past, where we've gone out and done stuff, and Lana and I catch some grunge that somebody has, and we, she talks to one other friend, oh yeah, whole family went around, the whole family, we all got sick, we've been hammering the C and D, and we're bouncing back. I can't even tell you how many years, multiple times that's happened, especially especially when you have kids because they love to touch everything. Kids, they just they love to be, they're tactilely stimulant when they're kids. They have to touch everything, and then they love to put their hands and their mouth or up their nose. They just do it. It's part of it. I get on to them about it. I tell them not to do it. They still do it occasionally. It's just it's part. It's what kids do. It just is what it is. And so when you have kids, you realize, yeah, like I've done numerous times I've told Anna, we just take them to church. We put them in the nursery. Then one of them gets sick. 
And I said, you know what irritates me about this is the only way that the kids get sick in the nursery is because somebody brought their sick kid into the nursery. That's it. You can't transmit something you don't have. And numerous times when kids have runny noses and coughing, it's not hard to figure out they're sick. And I remember one time, it was years ago, so when Hunter was real, like probably two or three, we were going to the nursery. And we were bringing him basically over there. And we, we went to put him in there and you know, like the two, two three-year-old range or whatever. And we go in there, and one of the kids is in there, and he's just, <laughs> just coughing in the corner, snot streaming out of his nose, just in the nursery. And I look at Lana, and I look at, her, at Hunter, and I look at the nursery, and I said, we're done. He can sit in church with us. And he did. And he did okay. I mean, he got fidgety because you know, he's like two years old. But he did fine. I told Lana, I said, that is the epitome of disrespect. When you have a kid that you know is sick, you don't want to deal with him. So you put him in the nursery to let everybody else deal with the consequences of your horrible actions. So my answer to the emails is this. Use wisdom the same way you've always used wisdom if you know people are sick around you. Like Dad said, it's probably not the best idea to go to a concert right now and go sit on the front row and mosh pit with 5,000 other people. You, know, you probably need to be going to concerts anyways that are like that. But topics like that, best not to do. Going out to the store, shopping, getting food, hanging out with good friends that you know everybody's healthy right now, perfectly fine. Live your life in freedom. It's very simple as that. Take care of your body. Give it what it needs. Stay off the processed foods and sugar. I've said that way before this whole COVID sham popped up. Said sugar absolutely lowers white blood cell count. That's a fact. Whenever you eat sugar, it lowers your immune system. That's a documented scientific fact. So if you know that's the case, you probably don't need to be going out and buying a dozen donuts to bring home for the family. You probably don't need to be bringing home a half gallon of ice cream so everybody can munch a bunch on it at night and eat a bunch of sugar. Just fact. Use wisdom on what you bring in the house. One of the most important things you can do is keep your diet clean and keep your body strong. And like Dad said earlier, you don't wait until you're deathly ill to say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start taking some vitamin C now. I, you know what? They're, they're right. I know they were right before. I'm, I'm going to start taking some vitamins now. I, sh I should probably do something. Like his friend. You've been in the hospital, deathly ill. I'm going to call you up now. Well, tell me what I can do now. And that's been one of my biggest frustrating things I've ever had to deal with here at the office. And dealing with phone calls, emails, and in person. Where people come in and they go, you know what? What can we do here? You know, my wife basically has stage four cancer. They said she has a week to live. What supplement protocol can we go on? And it'll almost bring me to tears sometimes. And I go, I, I, I can't really. I said, Liz, you, you, I said, you need to talk to God. I said, you need an intervention from God Almighty. I said, well, why didn't you call us up a year ago when you found out she was having health problems? Well, we, we went to the doctor, and they decided they wanted to do chemo and radiation for the next year, and that hasn't worked, and they wanted to biopsy it, and now it's spread everywhere. And I'm like – I can't give you any advice. A, you're already in the medical establishment. If you call me up and say, hey, my immune system is bad or my wife's having an immune system problem or what can we do to boost the immune system? Hey, here's some ideas. Here's some, here's some tips. Here's some strategies. Here's some different foods you can eat as well along with supplements to kind of help the body's immune system. Great ideas.
I've had people do that as well. And invariably, almost every case when people come to that and they say, hey, what ideas do you have? What options do I have as far as nutrients and food-wise? When they listen, almost invariably, they always end up fixing the problem. And dad's seen this even more than I have. But when you wait and you want to wait to the last-ditch effort, you want to pull a Hail Mary when there's one second left on the clock and then wonder why nobody wants to help you out and wonder why nothing's working, guys, it's called – being proactive. If you want something, if there's something you have a goal for, there's something you're striving for, you're actively working for it, correct? Yeah. You're setting goals. You're working for it. You're hitting deadlines. You're making – so whatever whatever the case may be, whatever goal it is, it can be anything. You're going for it. You're actively going for it. Well, why don't, why don't we treat our own bodies like that? Why do we treat our own bodies like a circus amusement and beat them into the floor? And then when there's absolutely nothing left we can possibly do, we want to try to complain and get somebody to help us out when we absolutely abused it. It always is chuckles me sometimes when I see people and I see guys and girls do this, but primarily girls for some reason, younger girls are always they, they do this is they get these cars and they finance them and they pay an absorbent amount of money for them. A lot of times, and they get completely upside down in the car, and they drive the car, and they never change the oil. They never change the brakes. They never rotate the tires. The engine light's on. There's belts showing in the tires. It shakes when it brakes. The engine light is flashing every single day, basically change the oil. The engine's about to blow up, and all of a sudden, the car completely shuts down. You grenade the engine. The tires go flat, and the transmission falls out. And they go, whoopsie. I don't know how that happened. Why are we doing that to our bodies? Use wisdom with everything that's going on right now. Keep your immune system strong. Like dad said, use wisdom on where you're going. I am absolutely never advocating wearing a mask because they don't work. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere. I've given you the research for the last year and a half. I went in detail in the school board research. It massively increases your chances of bacterial pneumonia. And my opinion, because I've seen this happen repeatedly, a lot of the people – that have gone into the hospital and get sick from COVID were wearing masks, especially when they get pneumonia. You're literally breathing through a wet cloth all day. You can't make a better place to start producing bacteria than a warm, wet cloth that sits on your face all day. You literally are asking to get bacterial pneumonia. I told you one of my good friends, the sales rep, the Jeep dealership, Dodge dealership, he finally came in. They were trying to make him wear a mask. He was wearing a mask at work all day long. Outside, outside in the parking lot, they wanted to wear a mask. He got bacterial pneumonia. Went to the hospital. Kicked it out. Put a mask back on. A month later, bacterial pneumonia again. Finally, he told the dealership, he said, here's the thing. I'm one of your best salesmen. I'm not wearing a mask. If you're going to fire me, fire me. They said, well, we're not going to fire you. You're one of our best reps. He said, okay, then I'm done. I'm not going to keep going back to the hospital for bacterial pneumonia because I'm outside in 95-degree weather sweating in a mask all day. He goes, it's complete and total lunacy. Of course, Philadelphia, though, now is telling people to wear two masks because, of course, it's punishment. If you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask in Philadelphia. If you don't get vaccinated, you have to wear two masks. They're using this, my friends, as a tool to control everybody. How about you just opt out? It's like when you got on an email list. You don't want to be a part of it anymore, and you're getting spam. You just opt out. I don't want to be on this list anymore. Opt me out. I'm just going to opt out of your mandates and restrictions and basically things that you want to come up with out of thin air. 
this entire aspect of a basically a, a respiratory virus is not new. This has come around many, 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 many times, and it is not coincidental that this thing popped up much more aggressively when everybody started getting an RNA gene therapy spike protein injected into them. And anybody that tells you there's no way it did that, it's completely safe, is 100% lying to you. And you know why they're lying to you? Because this thing had two months of phase three trials. Nobody except the developers built this thing and have worked on it for years have any idea what this is going to do into a population of 330 million people. Nobody does. This is a big, giant experiment at the largest scale you could possibly do it on. And so anybody says, it's totally safe. There's no side effects. It works. It's so good you need to get it. Everybody needs to get it. They're lying to you because nobody knows what this does in an experiment of this large of a scale. This is why every single drug the FDA has ever approved takes anywhere between three to five years for approval. Every vaccine takes anywhere between two to four years at the bare minimum. There's never been an RNA gene therapy injection that's been approved basically off a two-month phase three trial. Never that's how you know this thing is complete and total lie. You can't vaccinate for a respiratory virus. They've tried it numerous times. That's why the flu shot is so ineffective. Wake up and see what they're doing. San Francisco now just placed a government vaccine mandate. No one, including employees, will be able to enter bars, restaurants, gyms, or theaters without basically showing that you've been injected with gene therapy. That's San Francisco. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say much about San Francisco. I know we probably have some listeners that may be out in California. You guys know my stance on California. I just – that's pretty much turned into a failed state out there because of the leadership. And it's sad because we're getting people from California now that are moving here to Florida, and I'm really, really, really praying, truly praying that we don't have Florida turn into the hellhole that California has in Southern California because that's exactly what it's been, going out, finding businesses and boarding businesses up because they don't require the stuff. They will do it. They've done it numerous times. <laughs> Go look at Ten Horn Flats over there and that nightmare they've dealt with. So again – Continue to get the truth out there and continue to stand up for your freedom on what's going on. There is nothing worse than somebody that talks about how they value this and they value that and they stand for this and they turn around and cower at the first instant of confrontation. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. You should be ashamed if somebody does that. And that's what we've personally seen now. That's why I've had such a hard time with a lot of the churches lately. If your church isn't talking to you about living in peace and trusting God and standing up for your rights, that's time to go to another church because I have watched a lot of churches. They have shown their true colors right now or the ones that want to ignore everything. They want to go into a detailed discussion on the book of Romans for an entire year every single Sunday and not talk about one single incident that's going on in the world. And they want to talk about Romans for a whole year. Oh, yeah, I've seen that as well. Just ignore it. We're just going to pretend nothing's happening right now. We're just going to ignore everything because I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable in here. This whole show's about basically ruffling feathers. Why? Because it's the truth. The truth hacks people off. People don't like the truth a lot of times, especially when it questions your basically your normalcy bias that you have in your brain. But guess what, guys? We're living in reality right now. We're living in a time that we don't have the luxury of pretending we have a constitutional republic that's going to maintain itself. The republic was meant to be maintained. And like Tad said, we've said before, we're trust fund babies. 
It's now time. We're about out of cash. Our trust fund's almost on zero. We're out of money. We're completely in debt. It's that time that we start working and doing something and get active, like these guys going to the county school board, like these people that are protesting these other groups basically in these cities. Be vocal, my friends. I encourage you all to continue to do that. I appreciate you and the support you give in the Health Masters. And I thank you for the emails. That's why a lot of times I try to answer. When I get a lot of emails on the same topic instead of sitting there and writing the same thing and copying and pasting to everybody, I'll just open it up on the topic. We'll have an open discussion. That's why I've encouraged a lot of people. There's something very specific, a legitimate question, email me. If you just want to email me something stupid, that please don't bother me with that because I love the good emails. I love our customers. I love our listeners because I've told people before, when they send me these asinine emails, I just delete them. People want to write me paragraphs about how they think I'm wrong on this and how I'm wrong on that and how I need to stop saying this or stop talking about masks or this and that. I just delete it. I literally, by the first paragraph, I can already tell you what the email is going to go to And because I, I get tons of spam as far as legit spammers. Like I said, the people that basically continue to berate and insult and cuss me and belittle me because Ted and I said we decided we're not going to go to January 6th because there's something odd going on up there. And guess what, guys? There was. Now we're finding out more and more and more. It was complete and total FBI setup. And now they've used it, again, to demonize the patriots and anybody that questions the narrative, including have a complete and total fraudulent election in a constitutional republic. And they have now said it's essentially fake news. You cannot talk about it. The Supreme Court will not hear it. Nothing is going to be done about it whatsoever. That means it's a very clear indication we have to get vocal at our local level. And that's why I've encouraged people to do Dev, What do you think? Uh, you're right, Austin. And, and you know, when we took so much heat for that and don't get me wrong, I really wanted to go to January the 6th. Remember, Donald Trump called us all to DC on January the 6th. This is Donald Trump's big meeting. There were millions of people there. And the fact that only 500 people got arrested is like a miracle. And I had a good friend of mine, Eric, he was going up and I told him, I said, be careful. After we had, I, we, we had decided and we pulled the plug. I said, something ain't right up there. See, if you're being led by the Holy Spirit, he'll show you stuff in advance. He'll let you know that something ain't right and you shouldn't be involved in it. Remember that old song, Mama Told Me Not to Go and Mama Told Me Not to Come? So I've seen things I, should, I never should have seen. I've done things I should never should have done. Mama told me not come. Well, you know, God, the Holy Spirit, he's kind of like that. He tells you what to do if you listen to him and you pray with him and you have a relationship with him because he wants to lead you by his Holy Spirit and allow you not to end up stepping on landmines. January 6th turned into a landmine because that weirdo compromised, paid off by the Rothschild banking cartel, friend of Jeffrey Epstein, person who basically had the ATF rewrite bump style laws and try to force red flag gun laws on everybody in the United States who gave us Operation War Sports Speed with this kill shot. Oh, yeah, that same guy. He's the one who told us to go up there. You need to avoid those types of people. You really do. By the way, it's disgraceful. Chicago mayor, this weirdo lesbian, backs a decision to cancel, you know, the honor guard and the bagpipes for fallen officer Ella French. Police superintendent says that we don't have time for that SHI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there we go. First female officer shot and killed in Chicago in 33 years. The same officer that that, that man cow was basically banned, (laughs) banned from his Facebook account because he said he wanted to drop the pellet on this thug who killed this woman. What a bunch of weirdos up in Chicago. Glad Mancow was there, but I understand why they took him off the air because they couldn't have somebody actually being the voice of reason and telling the truth. You know, one other thing I need to cover real quick, very quickly, and let Austin finish up. 
you know, this belief in COVID vaccines is literally now reaching religious fervor. I mean, with this thing with Beth Moore and, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these people, now they're saying that the person died who got the vaccine, but the suffering of the loved one was less because they took the vaccine. Are you kidding me? No. They are actually putting this vaccine on an altar and they're literally worshiping it. They've been so programmed by the lying Kabbalist media. It's unbelievable. You know, let's call it what this is. Basically, it's a religion. It's a system of beliefs based not on science, but on belief in the people in charge of this system who have taken on the role of priests and the gods of medicines and vaccines. And for all these quote-unquote groups of people who attend these different churches who pretend, in many cases, to believe in God, sometimes they really do, but sometimes they don't, depending on what spirit they're following, they're going out and encouraging their members to go out and trust in the vaccines, trust in the vaccines. Jesus would have taken the vaccine. Wait a minute. These people are idolaters. You trust in God, you trust in the vaccine, you trust in medicine. I mean, we got to understand something. You know, and Lee Merritt said this. You know, she's very, very clear. She says, we've got to realize that whatever this is, this isn't about viral shedding. Now, what does she mean by that? Why would she say it's not about viral shedding? It's not about anything besides the poisoning of the people in this country by the vaccine. This is a bioweapon kill shot that is being used on a global war against the common man. That would be me and you, those of us who aren't part of the club, like George Carlin said. And this is basically not a vaccine or shedding issues. It's getting way too serious for this. You know, this is more about adverse effects that are happening from these spike proteins to cardiopulmonary events, to tumors, to paralysis, to others. It's happening all over the world. People are dropping dead after these shots, dropping dead after the shots. Mancow sent me another thing today, and I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was actually kind of sad. And she was 28 years old, 28 years old. Her name was Stacy Ann Tiano, and she was my daughter, 28-year-old. 20-year-old daughter took the vaccine on Tuesday and was dead by Thursday. You have no idea what you're talking about because they're arguing about the vaccine. The autopsy shows no other red flags. It was the vaccine. Wow. Even the coroner has assured us we're going to get to the bottom of this vaccine crap. She goes on to say anything with Bill Gates and Quack Fauci's name attached should be a red flag. Depopulation, my folks, depopulation. That's their objective. Think about it for a minute, friends. We've been telling you this for years. It's all about global depopulation. I told you six, seven, eight years ago on this show, it ain't going to nuke us. We ain't getting a tidal wave, and it ain't going to be an asteroid. It's going to be a bioweapon, and they've unleashed it as hard as it is to accept. Gosh, I love you guys. I continue to pray for God's protection on you. Remember, this is the day the Lord hath done. We will rejoice, and we will be glad, and we do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Austin will be on with Hagman tonight, and I'll be on with Rents. Absolutely. That's why I've continued to just encourage people. Get the truth out there. I mean, you already see how compromised the mainstream media is. That's why I don't even watch them. I mean, like this incident in hell with, with, with Biden's son. With a naked on video with a hooker complaining about the Russians stealing another laptop for blackmail purposes. I mean, this whole thing has become almost comical from a circus standpoint, and yet it's ironic. Nobody's talked about mainstream media. Completely ignored it. Look, they ignored it because it doesn't fit the narrative. 
that's why I continue to encourage people, just shut the TV off. Stop watching it. It's all about flickering and mind control and the verbiage and the words and the colors and the basically the cadence, the way they talk. It's what they do, guys. These guys are absolutely Minecraft technicians. They know exactly how to control people. They've, they've done it now for decades. So do not live in fear, but of love and of power and of sound mind. We have freedom. Let's maintain it. Like Ben Franklin said, you guys have a republic. Now see if you can keep it. Let's see if we can keep it, guys. Let's, let's keep hustling. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep fighting. Let's keep standing up. I appreciate you so much for the support. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. On sale right now with the zinc glycinate. We've got that on 15% off product of the week. The Testo Plus, great formula. Plus, be sure to vote for what you want to see when. It looks like the NAC is pulling pretty strong, but the food buckets, the resveratrol, a bunch of stuff on there. Thank you so much, guys. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Be sure to check out the Hagman Show tonight. It'll be a good show. I'll talk to you guys again on this show Monday, as always. 